Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Knapp. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, coming to you every weekday to give you a little bit of help and a little bit of hope on your journey of faith. And uh, great to have all of you with us today. And today we're going to talk about healing. And I think the truth is that we all need healing from something. And maybe it's physical, could be emotional, maybe even spiritual. And uh, today's the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes and the World Day of the Sick. St. John Paul II instituted this uh, celebration in 1992. He called this day a special time of prayer and sharing of offering one's suffering for the good of the church and of reminding everyone to see in his sick brother or sister the face of Christ. So as we talk about healing today, when has the Lord touched your life and healed you from a sickness, maybe an addiction, uh, some wound in your life? We'd love to hear the story. And we're going to talk about that today and here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director, one of our regular contributors back with us once again, Father Mark Barron. Father Mark is a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Darien, Illinois. Father Mark Barron, a pleasure to have you back on the program. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good, Chuck. Trying to stay warm here in frigid uh, <laughs> Chicago area. <laughs> and uh, But I'm in the warmth of my room, so my office, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Well, good. But uh, great to have you back uh, today. And healing, I love talking about healing. And uh, we hope some of you uh, will call in, join in the conversation today and share with us uh, your story of healing, what happened uh, to you. We'd love to to hear it. And uh, we'll get uh, those phone lines open here in just a moment. But uh, Father Mark, get us uh, started. And is it fair to say, I said it, but is it fair to say that all of us need to be healed in some way? Yeah, it really is. And you kind of... um... Uh, we can kind of understand that when we look at those areas that you kind of referred to uh, in the beginning of the show, when we speak about, um, you know, physically, our, our physical health, we can speak about our psychological or mental health, and we can also speak about our spiritual health. And health obviously means that things are functioning the way they should be. But we all know in our experiences in life that things oftentimes don't function the way they should be. And that includes, you know, physically, we can have physical issues, physical illnesses or sicknesses. Um, so that could be in need of healing. Um, we could have psychological, you know, emotional or, or mental issues that could be in need of healing. Um, and also spiritually, um, we, of course, we are all sinners. And so that, that's the primary area that, that needs to be healed in all of us. And also there, there could be other deep spiritual wounds that we have um, that can involve uh, the, the, the influence of evil spirits. So hmm. if we look at our, our life holistically, holistically um, and honestly, then we can really see that, yeah, there, there's probably something in my life that does need healing. Um, if, 
if anything, it's our tendency towards sin and the sins we commit. So, Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, let's open up our phone lines. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149, our email address, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. Talking about healing today, and what's been your experience of that? When have you uh, felt the healing touch of our Lord Jesus in some way? And maybe that was physically, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, We'd love to hear the story. And again, toll-free if you'd like to join us on the program, 888-914-914. Four nine. So, Father Mark, talk a little bit about the Gospels, if you would, because yeah, certainly their stories galore of Jesus uh, healing someone some way uh, throughout the the Gospel accounts of, of his life. I must confess that uh, part of me sometimes says, well, why not me? <laughs> All those people in Scripture are being healed. Why not me? And I have this friend who wants to be healed, and why not my friend? But uh, uh, Jesus, um, he's a he's a healing God, isn't he? Yes, that and and that's kind of why he came to Earth. Um, he took on our flesh because he wants to heal us. Um, you know, when when you look at salvation, the notion of salvation, you know, Jesus came to save us, and he came to save us from woundedness ultimately and, and ultimately the wound the greatest wound we have like, like i mentioned is sin and so he wants to save us from from the consequences of sin because sin is the greatest destructive force um present in us but if we look at the gospel all the ways in which jesus heals because really the the ultimate healing he wants to do is healing us from our attachment to sins but in order to, um, but but he doesn't just want to do that. He wants to heal us, like I said, holistically. I mean, the Lord wants to heal every aspect of it, of us. And when when he comes to Earth, he partakes in his ministry, and within that ministry, he does all. You know, he's preaching, but he's also doing all these healings. And uh, as I was preparing for the show, I wanted to understand, you know, because we're all familiar with the various healing scenes in the gospel, but I, I, I really was curious to find out, like, how many people, or how many healing scenes there are, um, and what were each of those like? And so I just, you know, I went to um, uh, Professor Google, and I typed in, you know, uh, healing scenes in the gospel, or, or uh, Jesus' healings in the gospel, and, and of course, there's some website that had the list. There was, like, 27 healing scenes of Jesus in the gospel. And and so in those scenes, you kind of get a snapshot a little bit of, of some of the characteristics of, of the healing process. This, is, this doesn't take place in, in every healing, but like when you look at the 27 healings, you find out that, you know, nine of those healing, nine of those 27 healings involved deliverance or exorcism. Um, you know, uh, some of those, like seven of those, 12 of those healings involved people interceding for others, where you would have like people bringing another person to Jesus so that he could heal them. You know, so you have this intercessory component. Um, But you also have the way in which the people responded to Jesus and asking him for healing. there's, There's like four steps that I want to kind of go through here, um, four characteristics of, you know, that, that kind of serves as a model for healing based on what, what I was kind of analyzing from uh, the healing episodes of Jesus in the Gospel. And so the, the first one is to, like, tell Jesus what's wrong. 
So, so people, when, when, you, when you read in some of these gospel healings, you read that, that they are pretty explicit in telling Jesus what's wrong. You know, you, you think of how the centurion's son um, or the centurion's servant, he goes to Jesus and says, my servant is paralyzed and he's suffering terribly. Okay, and then you, you have the, uh, um, the, the daughter of Jairus. You know, he goes and says, my little daughter is at the point of death. Um, you have, for example, um, the person, the, the paralyzed man, he's expressing to Jesus, you know, I want to be healed, but I've been here, uh, you know, for 38 years, and every time I try to go into the water, I can't, you know, and, and, and so he kind of explains the situation to him. You, you have the, the Canaanite woman who says, my daughter is severely possessed by a demon, and kind of de- describing the situation to him. And, uh, and from there, there's that desire of wanting to be healed. You know, there are a few passages where Jesus asked, what do you want? You know, what do you want? And, and he's trying to draw out the response in the person, their desire for that healing. You know, God wants us to express our desires to him. The third part, I call it how bad do you want it? Um, because, you know, again, the Lord wants us not only to tell us what, what we are asking of him, but also he wants us to ask with a certain intensity, if you will. Like you, you see there's a few of those gospel scenes where people are crying out for mercy. When they approach Jesus, they're crying out for mercy. They're saying, Lord, have mercy on, on my servant or have mercy on me. You especially see, see that with uh, 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 the, the, the blind men or the, the blind man from Jericho. And I, and I believe one of the lepers as well. And then the other, another component, not only crying out for mercy, but begging. Like there's five healing scenes where people are begging God to heal them. And then you also have persistence. And again, we go back to the, um, the, the woman, the, the Canaanite woman, and this is where Jesus kind of blew her off in, initially. But, but, but she went back and she knelt down and said, just, Lord, help me, you know, like, like she wouldn't take no for an answer. And, and that's when, you know, Jesus responded, how great is your faith, which leads us to that fourth component, which is faith. All, all healing, all healing needs faith. And um, obviously there, there are like, there are many scenes where faith uh, is explicitly brought out as an important part of the healing episode, and a couple times where Jesus is amazed at people's faith. So if you look at these four again, be honest. Tell the Lord what's wrong, what, what is hurting you. Tell Him what you are looking for. Obviously, it's healing. Um, three, be, you know, um, be, be persistent. Cry out for mercy. Beg Him even. Just you know, ask Him intensely, and above all, have faith. And so, therefore, when we look at these gospel passages, we can find these characteristics of those healings that kind of give us a direction on how we can approach healing in our own life. Yeah. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director on The Inner Life, talking today about healing. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. What's your story? We'd love to hear. And again, toll free, 888-914-9149. Let's uh, take some phone calls. Lots of them for you today, Father Mark. And let's. Okay. I have a pretty remarkable story. 
Um, and I, I'm not a person who really exaggerates, so I'll just, I'm a nurse, so I kind of, I don't know, I don't really exaggerate healings. But about two years ago, my husband and I went to an Unbound conference in Columbus, Ohio. And while I was there, I was really just led to forgive some people who really significantly injured me many years ago. So anyway, that night we went back to our hotel, and our friend Brenda came to pray with us. Our friend Mike said she was going to come and pray, and I thought we were going to pray the rosary. And instead she wound up praying with us and praying over us. And when it came my turn, she asked um, for she asked me what I wanted prayer for, and I actually had a hip surgery five years ago. And during the surgery, one hip became shorter than the other, really about an inch shorter. So I kind of had to wear a lift in my shoe, and I walked with a limp when I didn't have it. So I asked for prayer for my knee. And Brenda started praying over me, and all of a sudden she was praying. I had my eyes closed, and I could feel the bone underneath my knee moving. It was really unbelievable. I had to stop and saying my, my leg is growing because I kind of felt like it was going to be like Pinocchio's nose and grow through the floor. So when I said that, the other people in the room, all, all six people actually, we watched and we could see my leg growing beneath my knee. It was just this telescoping movement. Um, and I was just totally, totally amazed. Um, it, was, it was really unbelievable. I was just really filled with joy. Um, and I went back to the physical therapist, and I did indeed get it measured. It was substantiated. I gained back an inch of my of my leg. Um, no longer needed to wear the lift, no longer limped. Um, and I shared that story with so many people, and it's really built them, built them up. It's, it's increased my own faith. And actually, because of Brenda's being generous and praying with me, I just have been I've had a new boldness in praying for people who are sick or in need of healing. So anyway, that's my story, and I'm so grateful to God, and God can do anything. That's just what I want to say. Nothing is impossible with God. He can do anything, and He wants us healed. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey Jenna, yeah, let me jump I, in. But, but, yeah, Father Mark, hang on just a second here, and I'm going to let you jump in here. But I'm just curious. You talked about the forgiveness. Was is that what happened in 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 the prayer and forgiveness in your life? Do you think that impacted this healing? Oh, totally, totally. Because it was really, honestly, it was somebody who significantly hurt me many many years ago, and and honestly, it was not even a real. It was the will to. I thought I knew that it was blocking me from something. Had totally no idea that it was blocking me from. From um, one leg being shorter than the other, but I do believe, you know, God God just wanted me to pray for forgiveness for, for these, these people and it was it was it was you know, it was a gift from him. Just wow. a gift it was a gift to forgive because forgiveness in itself is healing and it was a gift to really um such a gift to have my leg my leg grow. It was, it was unbelievable. I mean I'm totally unbelievable. Well, th- thank you for sharing that story, Jenna. I, I have a, uh, a a witness to give to your witness, obviously, is that, uh, you know, Jenna, you and I ran. And um, when that happened, I remember that, that you had sent me the video of after when that healing took place. Um, and I remember watching it. I was blown away. I had never in my life heard of anybody or, or knowing someone who had a healing like that. 
you know, that, that, that is like the healing you had is very much on, on that biblical level, like something that you would read about in the Gospels, and I never encountered that. And I just remembered um, that uh, just, just the joy that you had um, and, and just the witness of that healing. So I, I'm saying this only to verify uh, your story. Obviously, it's true, um, but I just want to witness to it myself and just the, the incredibleness of, of my reaction when I found out about it. But I also um, wanted, wanted to ask just in terms of uh, um, the, the, the healing that, that you had, um, with the physical healing that, that you had, have you received other healings in your life um, from a uh, from a, uh, a, a maybe psychological or spiritual standpoint that that would kind of you you would compare to this healing. In other words, if you've had other healings in your life, would you compare? How would you compare your physical healing to those healings? Well, Father, I am here and I'm alive, and that is a great gift from God because there were times in my life that I was so full of despair and darkness that I wanted to end my life. And it was really through the intercession of the Blessed Mother um, and just her apparition in Medjugorje that just completely changed my life, just completely brought me to life in a way that I never expected. And I, I now understand what St. Irenaeus said when he said, the glory of God is man fully alive. I'm not fully alive yet, but I'm getting there. Wow. Awesome. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Jenna, for, for calling in and sharing this witness with us. Yeah. Jenna, God bless you. Uh, thanks, uh, my thanks as well for uh, calling in and uh, being on The Inner Life today. We do appreciate it. Talking today about healing and uh, what's been your experience of healing? When have you felt the healing touch of our Lord Jesus in your life and maybe physically, maybe emotionally or spiritually? What's that story? Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. We'll get to some more of your phone calls when we come back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Mark, chapter 7, verses 24 through 30. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, For saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio Studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. 
Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And welcome back. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life. I'm Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz. Jim Schaefer is answering your phone calls. And uh, Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director. Father Mark, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church at Indarian, Illinois, talking today about healing. And uh, phone lines are open. What's your story of healing? And uh, what's been your experience uh, with that? Toll free if you'd like to uh, share your story with us, 888-914-9149 and uh, our email address, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. Just a reminder that if you joined us late and if you joined us late today, go back and listen to the podcast, Jenna's Story of Healing, off the top of the um, of the hour. It was just incredible. And, uh, and anyway, it's uh, real simple. The download is available generally, oh, about a half hour after we're off the air at the Top of the hour, all you have to do is go to the website, relevantradio.com, the Inner Life page, and download today's program, really any of um, our programs, actually. And uh, if you enjoyed it, if uh, you were given any uh, little sense of help or hope on your journey of faith, tell somebody else about the Inner Life and Relevant Radio. We'd appreciate that a lot. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about healing, and um, I want to get to some phone calls. But a question first, uh, Father Mark. Do we have to have the right attitude, if that's the right word, um, when we pray for healing, but when we ask people to pray for us, um, for us to be healed in whatever way that might be. I'm always so taken with uh, the gospel in Matthew, where Jesus heals the the two blind men. Uh, They say, have mercy on us, uh, son of David. And then he asks them, do you believe I can do this? And they say yes, and then then they are healed. I I know for me, and maybe you can talk a little bit about Jenna and her comment about uh, praying for others and doing that with boldness. I know when I pray for other people for healing, I ask them that question. If we pray with you, if we uh, pray over you right now, do you believe that the Lord can heal you? Because I know for me, sometimes I want to say, well, I hope. Maybe <laughs> he, he, he could. Yeah. We need to be emphatic, don't we? We need to say, yes, we believe the Lord can heal us. Yeah, it, it's um, that that's the foundation, really, of all healing. It's it, it's having that faith in the truth of who God is and what he can do in our life. That That's really the, the key there. And. Notice, I love, I love it when in these healing scenes when Jesus does ask people questions like, what do you want? Or do you believe I can do this? Because what he's trying to do is draw out that he's trying to dispose that person by their response to, to open their hearts up um, through their desires for this healing possibility. And, and, and so, yeah, that, that's why, you know, what what we're speaking of here really is having a faith that is alive. And so we're, we're, we're trying to, as whether we're asking for the healing ourselves or trying to coach people or encourage people um, in the healing process, we're trying to have that lively faith, and we're trying to help encourage people um, to have that faith that is animated um, by that confidence in the truth of who God is, that, that, again, God is what? God is powerful, so He can do all things. Um, nothing is impossible for him, and also God is good, 
that means that not only is God powerful, but God is good, meaning that He wants to do good for us, and He He's so so God wants to use His power in a good way to help us, and so that 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 that's kind of like the um, uh, foundation, if you will, for this faith that we are to have in what God can do for us, um, and it's awesome. I mean, it is really it is really awesome, and, and I, I can even just witness for myself that. Um, there are times when the Lord pushes me. He, he has pushed me to go deeper into into my into the animation of my own personal faith, while He was wanting to do a healing work in my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's, faith is such an important disposition um, to have um, when we're seeking healing for ourselves or others. Yeah. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about healing today. Let's head back to the phones and uh, Joanne listening in Austin, Texas. Uh, thank you for the call. Thanks for waiting. Nice to have you on the program today. Thank you. How y'all doing up there? Um, I have two instances that I, I need to tell you about. The first one was so miraculous. Um, long time ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And my doctor said that he was going to wham bam it. He wasn't holding anything back. So I had the surgery, the radiate, the chemo, and the radiation for it. And when I found out I had the cancer, I was like dumbfounded. Never expected it. No one in my family ever had it. And um, and I was scared. <laughs> but um, after some prayer and uh, meditation, I I told the Lord. I says. Um, I'm okay with this. Whatever you want me to do, if you want me to stay here, I will. If you want me to go, I'll do that too. It's all in your hands. And once I accepted that, um, I felt so much better for the rest of my journey through the cancer. And um, and here's 22 years later, and I'm still here. And I, I really am thankful for the Lord for bringing me through that. Um, especially since I didn't have to pay for treatment. I was, uh, I'm was i a veteran, so I got cancer to the VA. That was another miracle that he he made me join the Army so many years ago. Um, he's, he's just awesome. But now the side effects from the cancer surgery and the radiation and the chemotherapy are causing me a lot of uh, physical problems on my right side. And... Um, and I've been trying for years to get that under control, but um, I, I pray the Lord to take this away from me, if it be His will. Um, I have a hard time with offering it up. Um, as my, my mama used to say when we were kids, offer it up, offer it up. Uh, I have a really hard time with that. But um, And I really need to, because my two girls are not only away from the church, but they have pretty much disowned me. And so um, I could offer it up for that. I know I can. I do sometimes. But um, I, I, now I'm asking the Lord, um, you know what I mean, but why is that rhinoceros on my front porch? I don't need a rhinoceros. But it's up to him to tell me why that rhinoceros is there, and I just I need to listen. I need to spend more time in adoration so I can understand why that rhinoceros is on my porch instead of my two girls. And that's my story. Thank you for sharing. Um, 
let me ask a question just so I understand. The um, when, when you were going through the breast cancer treatment, it sounded like the the grace God gave you through your prayer is just this this sense of of surrender to to this to the reality of uh, of your health uh, of having this cancer. Is that correct? Yes, yes, it is total surrender. And, and it happened while I was right after that, a few days after I came to that surrender. Two ladies uh, came to my house. I, kn- I didn't know who they were, um, but it turns out they were selling um, funeral insurance. And, and I had to laugh at them because I, I told them, I said, it's really funny that y'all are here because I just got diagnosed with cancer, and I just accepted the fact that it's going to happen, and now I can laugh that y'all are here instead of being uh, scared that y'all are here. <laughs> so we had a good right, laugh right, that right. one. <laughs> um, but I, I, also, I also wanted to ask you, um, you said you were having a hard time offering up the current, you know, the, the physical effects of going through the, the surgery and, and the radiation. Um, what, what do you sense be is, is your, to be your struggle in doing that? I don't like pain for one thing. I never have. <laughs> I think that's one thing about it. Um, I just want it to go away. No matter what has to be done, just take it away. Um, I'm, I'm on my way to Austin VA right now to get a, a nerve test from the doctors. But um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it, it's, it might be my guilt that I'm concentrating so much on this instead of on um, what I need to do to get in a better relationship with the Lord. And and therefore, and, and with my girls, uh, I don't know. That's my opinion on that. He, here's something to think about, because I, I do hear this from people, um, you know, somewhat frequently, but that when, when, when we have a wound, whether it's physical wound or emotional wound or, or spiritual wound, whatever, um, it, it does occupy our time. It, 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 it occupies our attention. Um, and I tell people that, that is not a bad thing to a certain extent because the key, though, is, is that we allow the Lord into the wound. Whatever the struggle is, we allow the Lord into it because oftentimes, again, God likes to take our broken situation or our wounded situation or that, you know, whatever situation we're struggling with, and this is where he wants, he wants to enter into it. So... If we bring the Lord into that struggle, then then, then it, it doesn't just become this this um, uh, over focus on ourselves. You see, be- because sometimes God wants us to focus on that, but in focusing on that, He wants us to bring it to Him, and, and He wants us to use that uh, struggle to draw us closer to Him, and that uh, and then and, and also even in a way offering it to Him as well. Um, and in that way, he, he's accomplishing many things through that. He's accomplishing, you know, drawing you closer to him. You offer it to him for your daughters, then he can he uses that that offering for graces for them. And so, what this uh, has to do with is really having a healthy self love for us. It's not wrong to pay attention to ourselves and our needs, but we want to do it in an ordered way. And that happens whenever we 
are trying to love ourselves in light of God's love for ourselves. Um, God, God wants us to pay attention to our woundedness, but he wants us to do it with, in light of his mercy, giving him permission to enter into that struggle. And so that would be just some thoughts that I would offer you that, you know what, it's okay to, 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 to be struggling, to be struggling even in, in having a hard time offering it up and having a hard time accepting maybe that you're in this, 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 this struggle. Um, but I would just, again, be honest with the Lord. Tell Him about the struggle. Tell Him about the struggle of the struggle, <laughs> you know, about the struggle of embracing the struggle. Just, just be honest in that way, and then open your heart up in faith to the God who is good and to the God who is all-powerful and wants to help you um, uh, in and through the struggle, just like He helped you going through that, that uh, cancer treatment. Yeah. Joanne, uh, thanks for calling. We appreciate uh, you joining us on the program today. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, if you're just joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, uh, talking today about healing. And uh, let's take another phone call. And uh, Debbie, listening in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, in the Milwaukee area. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to The Inner Life. Hi. Thank you for taking my call, Father. I just want to share that I suffer from anxiety and depression, and it was really bad. I ended up with COVID back in July, which um, proceeded to be a deadly thing for me. I was in ICU for two weeks. Um, Don't remember anything. The only thing I remember in ICU is my mother coming to me that passed, um, telling me that I needed to fight because it was not my time. Thereafter, they removed me from ICU, and I was able to come home. Um, My daughter, who was jobless for a year, I continue to say my rosary every day from last year. I've been doing this, and the Divine Mercy, and I have my morning prayers, and um, I no longer have anxiety. My doctors are totally shocked at how calm I've become. And my daughter, who was jobless for a year, got a job. My daughter, my younger daughter, who's never been married, I prayed so hard before I passed that I see her walk down the aisle. Well, she got engaged. Um, My husband is converting to Catholicism as we speak. He's in the RCA program. And it's just been overwhelming for me because I just feel I wake up every morning and just even when I'm having a bad day, I, I have a good day because I feel blessed. And I can't believe how different I feel. Awesome. It, it, it sounds like uh, you said your anxiety is gone. Is the depression also lifted? No, the depression might be there, but they were worried more about my anxiety because I was really on high doses of a anti-anxiety drug, which I'm almost totally off. It's beautiful. Now, pray for that. It sounds like God's grace um, is working in your life, um, in your own personal life, and in, in the life of your family as well. So praise God for His mercy. Yeah. Debbie, thanks uh, for joining us on the program today. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director talking about healing today. What's uh, your experience with healing? When have you been uh, healed and felt the healing touch of our Lord Jesus? It's a toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Now, there's still a little bit of time if you'd like to email us, life at relevantradio.com. We'll get to some more phone calls. And Father Mark Barron, stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app app. 
Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the program. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark is parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Darien, Illinois, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, talking about healing today. And we'll get to some more phone calls here in just a moment. Just a reminder, I know you know, Lent starts next week, and we want to make sure that we can help you and want to point out Father Rocky's Lenten lessons on the Mass and um, inviting you to Sign up for that when you do, uh, and sign up for these uh, Lenten lessons. You'll receive a daily email where Father Rocky will walk you through the different parts of the Mass. And uh, you can read or listen to uh, Father as he gives a detailed explanation of certain parts of this uh, really beautiful liturgy. You'll also receive a daily bonus video to accompany each Lenten lesson, Father Rocky giving you a behind-the-scenes, more detailed look at the different parts of the Mass. And uh, the first Lenten lesson will be sent out on Ash Wednesday. That's uh, next Wednesday, February 17th. So sign up now by clicking on the banner on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. So, um, Father Mark, hey, I got um, in the mail the other day the Marian Helper, which is uh, the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm looking through this. There's a picture of Father Mark Barron in the back. It's a great picture, man, i got to tell you. <laughs> it, it was one of my better ones, I think. <laughs> no, that that was, uh, <laughs> they they were um, uh, looking for me. There, there's a uh, we have a friend of ours in the um, uh, Wisconsin area, and, and I, I have known her since I had lived in D.C. And uh, so they wanted me to go up and get a picture with her, and I was finally able to go up and do that. And um, so I, I finally made the cover. I, I jokingly tell people, I said they finally ran out of other vocation stories or, or other priests. <laughs> they finally asked me. <laughs> so, well, I, anyway, I have a lot no. of pictures of you when we were in the Holy Land together. This is a much better picture, by the way. I just wanted to let you know that. So. Anyway, you're welcome. Uh, Talking about healing, I want to get to some more phone calls, but talk, if you would, about the importance of perseverance, because I think sometimes we pray and we pray and we pray, and we're not healed in the way we want to be, and we give up. And, of course, when we start to give up, then we start to march toward despair and hopelessness. So the importance of persistence and perseverance. Yeah, I I think it's important for us to realize, um, number one, that, that the bad spirit is always going to want to lead us to discouragement, despondency, despair, um, and we just kind of give up. That, that, and it's important for us to recognize that, um, not only as we pray for healing, but just in our own spiritual life in general. So that's an important component to look at. Um, but the other thing to, to remind ourselves of is that, again, Sometimes the Lord wants to have us keep asking and persevere in asking, persist in asking, because He wants to expose our hearts for the graces He wants to give us. And I say it that way specifically because sometimes that grace He might want to dispose us for the grace of healing. Sometimes He might just want to dispose us for the grace of the healing, maybe of our, of our relationship with Him. And maybe this, whatever it is we're struggling with, 
um, as we persevere in dealing with it and giving it to him and asking for him for help and, and to heal it, that actually has, it might not be what we want, but the Lord draws out what we need from it, which is a closer relationship with him. And, you know, we think specifically of uh, St. Paul in this regard, having that thorn in his flesh, whatever it is, he prayed basically to the Lord for healing of it. But what did the Lord say? My grace is sufficient for you. So God used that struggle, whatever that issue he had, as a way to keep Paul close to his merciful heart. Yeah. Having said that, you know, we we still want to kind of like, if you have a wound in your life that you're praying for healing from, keep going. I, I, can, I can witness myself, and I, I do kind of say this, I feel like I've been on a healing journey for like the past 25 years of my life. And um, a few years ago, I, I received like a one, you know, there are a couple of times in my life when I've received kind of what I refer to as like, may ha- I would have major healing moments. And one of them was a few years ago, and I, I was on a retreat. And it was kind of basically like a, a healing retreat. And, uh, and I went in there no- knowing kind of what I, what I needed done, so to speak, or what I needed the Lord to do. And it got down to like, it, it got to be Wednesday, and I started to like, it, it, um, gosh, I, I got to a place where I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm like, Lord, I need this to happen before I leave here. And, and so anyway, what I did is I'm just like, I don't have anything else. All I can do is just go sit. I, like, there was a, the, where I was at, they had like an adoration chapel. So I just sat. It was a, on Wednesday night, I sat in the adoration chapel for three hours. Then uh, that next day, Thursday, I sat in the adoration chapel for like five hours. Um, not, not completely at once, but, you know, two hours here, three hours there. But I was just like, and I, I'll, I, I wasn't even saying anything. I was just there like with a throbbing heart and just like saying, Lord, you know, I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing, but you got everything, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be here and before this divine radiation therapy here, and you just kind of like work on me. Um, but I really I really feel like I need this thing taken care of before I leave. So anyway, long story short, I I, I met one of the uh, retreat directors that Thursday night, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll pray with you," um, you know, Friday morning, and so. So we, we, we got together at like 6 a.m. And, and, and we prayed. And it's like, you know, she started praying. And then I started thinking of that line from Ephesians that God, the power of God at work within us, the God who's able to do more than we can ask or imagine. And so I started thinking about that. And I started thinking about God's goodness. I'm like, yeah, God wants to do this. God can do this. He wants to do this more than I can. And it was like the dam broke. And, and like, I just, you know, tears flowed and, and it, it would just ended up being a very deep healing moment. So, and that has kind of been the way God has worked with me in my life at times, where it's just, whatever it is, I've just got to give in. I, I, I have to give myself over to just this, a lot of prayer and, and, and just giving myself over kind of, kind of prayer, uh, abandoning myself and, and just going for it, so to speak. And oftentimes God God shows up, and and He works. But God does this because He wants to form my heart into a deeper surrender to Him, a deeper dependence on Him. And above all, He wants me to know that it's He's the one 
who's doing the work and that I do really have nothing. And he wants me to pray out of that poverty um, uh, of, of spirit. So yeah. anyway, those are. <laughs> Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about healing today. Uh, let's uh, take another phone call. Pat, listening in Las Vegas, uh, thank you for waiting. Welcome to the program today. Oh, thank you, Chuck. And uh, Father, I wanted to share a story. <clears throat> about 12 years ago, my dad was in his late 80s, and he had gotten diagnosed with prostate cancer. And so I was praying to the Divine Mercy every day, and I was going to um, church where they would say it before Mass, and they would also say the Rosary. So I was praying the Rosary so I could get to the Divine Mercy chaplet as well. And so um, Dad pulled through that, and um, he passed at 99, so he never had complications with the prostate cancer. But uh, while I was praying the Divine Mercy, I was teaching some classes, And the lady, a student of mine, said, I have something for you after class. And I said, okay, that's great. And so it brought chills to me because when she gave me the present, it was a um, 8 by 10 of the Divine Mercy. And I don't know this woman. Her mother brought it from Puerto Rico. And I've never met her. And I had never mentioned to anybody that I was praying to the Divine Mercy. And I still have the picture. I framed it. It's in my living room. Wow, wow that, that's, that's a beautiful confirmation. Yeah, awesome. What, what did that do for you um, uh, when you received that? Obviously, it touched your heart, but what did it do to your faith? Uh, it just, I, I'm praying to the Divine Mercy again, and I, I was in such stress over some finances. And I needed to come up with $2,200 by today. And the good Divine Mercy, I've been praying it every every day at 1 o'clock on Relevant Radio. And he guided me to go to the right person. And I was able to raise the $2,200, short of like $50 that I need to pay for my taxes. And I had been stressing over this. So he's helping me with my stress. And my belief, you know, my faith that asking you shall receive. And so I know my mother was very faithful, and she didn't pass. She had breast cancer, and she pulled through that as well and lived to be, you know, like almost 20 years later after she had breast cancer. So thank you for sharing. That's a that's a great uh, witness to faith and. the the Lord the Lord is uh, strengthening your faith through the trials of your life. It sounds like. Yeah, Pat, uh, thanks uh, for joining us on the program. She's referring to the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which we pray here on uh, Relevant Radio every day. Drew Mariani leads that at three p.m. Central, right here on um, on Relevant Radio. And it's just a powerful prayer. We certainly have the Family Rosary Across America, 7 p.m. Central, which is another just time to pray with all of you in our listening audience. And we do that every day uh, on the air and off the air. Trust me, we pray off the air as well. Don't have a lot of time here, Father Mark. 
America. I was just uh, so taken. I guess maybe I learned how to pray uh, this prayer a number of years ago. We were doing a documentary on um, our mother of perpetual help, as a matter of fact, and we ended up in Pittsburgh talking to a woman by the name of Rita Klaus. And if you know the story, it's really, really beautiful story of her healing. And I don't need to get into the specifics, but she was healed. And uh, what she prayed, Father Mark, and I've uh, used this uh uh, since then, when I pray for you know our own family, pray for all of you in our listening audience. Uh, but she says, "Lord, uh, heal me in the way I need to be healed." And I'm just so taken with the surrender to be able to say, Lord, I want to be healed in the way I want to be healed, but I want to be healed in the way you want me to be healed. And to me, there's such power in that when we can surrender and let go and really ask the Lord to heal us in the way we need, because sometimes it's not, at least in the beginning, what we think we want to happen. Yeah, it really is kind of like that balance of the Lord wants us to ask, but we also have to ask, we ask in faith, but we also have to ask with that sense of surrender to um, what the Lord wants, and which is really kind of a beautiful thing sometimes. Like in, in the Scripture, I forget which passage it is, but I think it's where somebody says, Lord, you can do this. You, you can heal me if you want to. And God said, and the Lord says, I do will it be healed. And that was kind of a cool, a cool passage there. Um, again, I forget which one it is, but, um, but, but it is the, the Lord. I, and again, we go back to, Well, we may have lost uh, Father Mark Barron. Father Mark, you still there? Sounds like we uh, we lost uh, Father Mark Barron, uh, our spiritual director today on the Inner Life. And apologies, we weren't able to get to the rest of our of our phone calls today. Just uh, running out of time, and I don't think uh, we'll get him uh, back in time. Let's see, is he trying to get back in here, Nick? If he is. Yeah, okay, we're going to run out of time here. So let me, we normally ask our, our uh, priest for a final blessing for all of you listener, listeners uh, joining us today. So uh, that's falling to uh, the show host today. So uh, let's pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Lord uh, God, we just lift up all of our listeners today, those who joined us on the air, those who are listening, wherever they're listening today, asking you to bless them today in whatever way they need to be blessed and to be healed today in what Whatever way they need to be healed. We make all of these prayers through the intercession of our most beloved Mother Mary in the most holy name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Thanks again to Father Mark Barron. Thanks uh, to all of you for joining us on the program. Always a pleasure to spend time with you on The Inner Life. Celebrating Mass here in about 60 seconds, and we're back tomorrow. Hope to see you then.